Hello, I'm Julia Marchari-Alexander, Executive Director of the Walters Art Museum, and you're listening to Open Access, a monthly segment inspiring connections between you and the art on view at the Walters. This month, I'm speaking with Julie Laufenberger, Director of Conservation and Technical Research at the Walters. She's here with me to discuss our conservation window, where visitors can see and interact with museum conservators as they work on objects from the collection. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Julie. Thanks for having me, Julia. So some of our listeners may not know that the Walters has the third oldest conservation and technical research lab in the country. It was founded along with the museum as a public institution in 1934. Could you tell us a little bit more about what a conservator does and also some of the work that you're doing in the lab? You know, being a conservator is a, a really wonderful, it's an amazing job, and especially here at the Walters. A conservator is part scientist, part art historian, and part artist. And our job really is bottom line to preserve the collection for future generations. So, um, But the, the work is often described uh, as a three-legged stool where we preserve, restore, and analyze objects. Um, and a lot of what we do is behind the scenes, preventing damage for works of art. That's the preventative part. Um, we make sure the lighting in our galleries is safe for the collection so we don't fade our watercolors. The restoration part is, I think, what people are more familiar with, um, removing darkened varnish to reveal the blue sky on a painting, for instance, or reassembling ceramics uh, broken into hundreds of fragments. And, and it all takes training and time, the work of conservation. And the last sort of leg of that three-legged stool is the, the study or the analysis of objects. That's where it gets really exciting, and that's where we work with our scientists to make new discoveries like dating um, a ceramic or dating uh, something with carbon-14, saying that it's actually medieval and not 19th century. And if we talk a little bit more about the middle leg of the stool in terms of repairing and maintaining the works that come into the lab, what are some specific tools or techniques that you might use on a painting or a manuscript or, or even a work of sculpture? We can actually learn a lot about an object without ever taking a sample. Honestly, our most powerful tool is our eye, and most often aided with magnification. But you walk through any conservation lab, and you're going to find a microscope nearby because we can, you know, see things in detail and understand how things are made uh, that you just can't with the naked eye. So it gives us a whole different way of seeing. Uh, we also use, you know, tools that are probably familiar to people. Uh, that include x-rays and ultraviolet light or black light. X-rays can tell us a lot about how something was made. So for instance, a ceramic, by looking at the x-ray, you can usually tell whether it was hand-built or wheel-thrown. That's pretty cool. We can also use ultraviolet light as another sort of go-to tool that we use. And you can identify materials using UV light, and you can also spot later repairs. And also you can identify in ceramics repairs that are done later because usually the resins that are used for the rest sort of a yellow or green. So those jump out at you as well. Wow, that sounds really interesting. And you mentioned that most of the time the work of conservation is behind the scenes, but we have the special Walters conservation window that's actually open every Friday and Saturday from 1230 to 4. And through that window, visitors can not only watch, but also talk with mm -hmm, conservators mm -hmm. who are doing conservation work in the space. So I know that the conservation window is really popular, but I wonder whether you could speak a little bit more about why you think it is so popular. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. Um, and I was saying that we have repeat visitors. So people really, you know, they're 
they're they're very interested in what's going on behind behind that window. And I, I think that the window offers people a chance to connect with the physicality, the materiality of objects. And I, I think it's something that we don't get often enough in, in the virtual world in which we live in today. Um, one of my favorite questions, and I think one of the questions we hear most often is, is it real? So, you know, by letting people see objects outside of the plexibox vitrine, um, it allows them to, you know, think more and understand more about what they're made of, how they're made. And I think it seems to allow people to reconnect with the fact that someone actually made these objects um, and used these objects. So, you know, we hope it provides another way for people to understand or appreciate things that is more tactile and more physical. Um, and the conservation is still, our conservation window at the Walters is still quite uh, unique among museums with public viewing spaces. And it's that direct conversation with people. Uh, we're not behind a window. And I think to my knowledge, the Walters is still the only museum in the U.S. that has a you know dedicated permanent space where really the main point is to talk with our visitors rather than taking advantage of a, a space in order to get additional conservation work done. So there's a real difference there. And we've been at it for 10 years now. So it's really exciting. And I know that we've had um, some years more than 10,000 people during the year come yes. and have yep. interactions with the conservators. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's a specific or um, especially memorable uh, situation that you've come across in the lab that mm -hmm. you wanted to talk more yeah. about. Yeah, there's so many. But I think one that um, people may not know, that the Walters actually has a painting of the Mona Lisa. Henry Walters bought it back in 1915. And there'd been many questions about when it was painted um, and how it was related to the original Leonardo. But it wasn't until conservation x-rayed the painting and we actually found another painting beneath that painting that we figured out the answer. So we found we were able to identify that the painting underneath our Mona Lisa was a mid-17th century French painting um, by the artist Simone Vouet. And that told us that our Mona Lisa was painted 150 years after the original Mona Lisa when the original was in the court of King Louis of France. So that's so was cool. the painting underneath actually by Vouet or was it a copy of? I believe it was by Vouet is what we were. Huh. So but something that is in the lab right now, which might be of interest to people. Um, just a little preview of what you will see soon at the Walters. I wanted to mention that we are we're completing work on a deceptively humble book of this 13th century called the St. Francis Missal. And this book was thought to be the book which the historic figure of St. Francis consulted when he was searching for his life path, right, his future. Julie, this has been really fascinating. And thank you so much for all that you do, not only for all the visitors, but also for all the objects that you take care of and for speaking with me today. Thanks for having me, Julia. You can learn more about the Walters Conservation and Technical Research Lab by visiting us online at thewalters.org. The conservation window is open Fridays and Saturdays from 1230 to 4 p.m. For the Walters, I'm Julia Marjari-Alexander, inviting you to come see art in new ways at the Walters Art Museum, where admission is always free. Open Access is produced for WYPR by the Walters Art Museum. Thank you.